0: What the frig is up, my little grasslies my little grusslers. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Or, um, just like, how are you doing if you don't even do anything at this time of year? I've uh, been on tour for like 70 days. Stray US tour. Stray UK Europe tour. Maid of Ale session. I'm knackered. i um, tired and beat up i've just been to my chiropractor so we're we're getting better i'm nursing myself back to health and i've got uh, 10 days off and then i go to australia straight from the path kublai khan australia tour the dates are at internalatomics.com uh, thanks to everyone that came to a show thanks to everyone that Where's Downbeat merch to the show? I hope you all got a stick or a set list or whatever I can give you at the end of the show because you really do make my day when I see that shit, when I'm looking down at the front row and I can see my dog on a stupid t-shirt that I've designed. Um, I'm not going to try and plug any t-shirts, but, you know, if you want one, go and get one. My guest today... Uh, before I do that, um, trying to do loads of podcasting now because... Obviously, I've been away, so it's been difficult, but I've got a backlog of people. going to get loads out. going to try and get more regular. Make sure you press subscribe, because a lot of people, when I post a new episode, you're like, oh, it's not in my thing. And for some reason, it's because you haven't subscribed, so you can't like it that much. So fuck you. My guest this week is Eddie Thrower, who currently plays for Busted. If you don't know who Busted are, they wrote the year 3000 for the Jonas Brothers. So you could say they're the biggest band in the world. They're a UK band. Eddie currently plays drums for them. He used to play for Lower Than Atlantis. He's done session stuff for like One Direction, shit like that. And more recently, he's got his own website, eddithrower.co, where it's like an online hub for drum lessons you know like a really cool style it's real cheap 9.99 a month he like he'll show you the chops that no one else wants to show you you know like a, a simple sticking that everyone plays at lightning speed and then says oh i don't i didn't i didn't i don't know what i played when really they fucking knew what they played he'll show you that shit he's a great guy he's very funny um we both like the office so it's quite a lot of us both talking like david brent um yeah eddie frower on the downbeat podcast
1: hello eddie what's going on big papa eddie mate merry christmas Merry
0: Christmas! We're allowed to say that. I'm doing loads of recording over this little period, but yours is going to come out first, so we can say that. Oh, on the other ones, I'm going to have to pretend it's not Christmas, so I
1: can drip feed them later on. How was your Christmas? First Christmas with child. Oh mate, it's um, it was amazing, and it was the first Christmas where I just did fuck all. Do you know, are we allowed to swear on this or not? Yeah, absolutely, mate. You can say every word, um. including the c word. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, my mum eats it, but other than that, it's fine. Um, yeah, mate, it was wicked, man. It was good. It was just chilled out. Like, it was the first year we did literally nothing. Like <coughs> Every other Christmas is, is one, of those, it's one of those ones where you travel around and you have like four Christmas dinners in one day because you're going to see this person and that person. And it was wicked to just chill out this year, mate. I think I've gained about 15 stone, though. So Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. How was yours? I, mate, I went straight
0: from 70 days on tour into my missus's family round for christmas eve like i got back on the 23rd but I'd, i hadn't slept because of the flight and then and i've been away since october 8th i think and then i went immediately into like just having loads of people round our house and I'll be honest, it fucked with me. <laughs> 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 Just that it's always like coming home in general is like f- real bad for me, like getting used to it again and like realising I'm not on tour. Yes. But then to have it fro- thrown into Christmas was fucking rough.
1: I know, mate. I know. But but I, I always find that as well, mate. Like when you come home from tour, you're like, what is real life? And it hits you all of a sudden. You're like, oh, Fuck. I've got to have a com- normal conversation with people,
0: mate. Yeah, like going to the post office or something like that, and you've got to like be an upstanding citizen instead of just being like, "Well, I've got out my bunk at two o'clock. <laughs> I'm gonna load in. Uh, you know, I'll play a show, and then I'll probably go and get
1: drunk." Yeah, exactly. Just dick about the whole time, and all and all you say is in jokes that no one else understands. So when you come home, yeah. from, when, when you come home from tour, everyone's like, "Who the f- who is this guy?" <laughs>
0: I honestly every time I'll come home with like some new sentence that I've learned or it's become a joke on the tour <laughs> and then everyone's like what, what is that that's not funny and then that just makes it worse yeah, like exactly. oh you don't get it exactly the isolation
1: Mate, um, I swear you were away for like 15 years this is like the longest tour ever right? isn't it
0: it was a US tour and then we had four days off but in the middle of that we did Made of Veil so it wasn't really any days off yeah and then straight to UK Europe
1: how was it? Was and it
0: good? like the, the, yeah, it was amazing. Right, just the, like the most successful straight tour ever. Amazing. Which was wicked, but the US was in a van, so it was six weeks in a van, which fucks me mentally. Yeah, so right. I was like, oh, I just, I just can't wait to come home. And then I got home, and then we went UK Europe on a bus, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to go home because <laughs> <laughs> it's when you get when you know what it's like when you get a bus it's then touring is like what everyone imagines it to be like not every night not like coke and strippers and shit but yeah. like as in like oh it must be amazing you just wake up and you fucking do whatever you want and it is like that in a bus but in a van it's not in a van it's 24 hours of work every day yeah mate i know it's brutal mate do
1: you drive yourself as well do you take shifts
0: in america in america we do yeah but yeah. i don't because no one trusts me because we <laughs> drive on the wrong side of the road don't we <laughs> so you get out of that one yeah, mate, it's pretty sick to be honest. Oh yeah, exactly. Um,
1: but I think I can't even remember what I was gonna say. My brain's still just 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 tour fried. bus shit. I mate, I love touring on a tour bus. Like I don't know, th- like the last year I haven't really we haven't really been on one. Like we've busted. It's it's it's, it's hotels, um, and then there was a few festivals where we did a bus, and I was like, oh mate, I love this. I fucking love this. Just waking up with everyone and just having a laugh constantly.
0: In it. Breakfast what are we gonna do for breakfast? And then someone finds a good coffee and then you're like, Well, it's point eight, and some people can't be asked, and the people that can be asked go. Yeah. There's a little bonding on the way to the coffee shop. Man, a Little bit it. of bonding at the coffee shop. Yeah. Mate, yeah. It's <laughs> fucking it's exactly what touring should be. I know, mate. I Van mean, touring, however, no. literally put me in the fucking bin. Fuck but you can't
1: do it. Yeah, no, you have mate. Mate, the amount of tours we did back in the day in like the old Royal Mail vans, you know the you know the ones? Um yeah, um, buy it off eBay. Mate, yeah. Jesus, mate. The amount of fucking haggard stories we've got and the amount of fun, funny stories we've got as well. And that, looking back, like, it is funny. It is funny. And, like, you would never be in that situation if you weren't in a band, do you know what I mean? Like, touring around yeah. in a van with all your mates. And to be honest, mate, I learned so much about just life in general from doing that. Do you know what I mean? And And just how to be around people and learn how to navigate your your way around somewhere and but i learned so much from being in a van so i don't regret any of it i fucking it, looking back it's it was wonderful but i wouldn't do it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i know but well, you got a kid now
0: that's different yeah and that's why i haven't got a kid because <laughs> i'm still doing it <laughs> um but like, it's I read an article the other day where someone sort of compared it. This isn't me comparing it because obviously it's not a comparison at all. But it, it's almost a bit like going to war. <laughs> obviously, it's not as bad. <laughs> but like the camaraderie you get when shit hits the fan yeah. is like, it's like nothing else on earth, other than maybe the army or like things where you're stationed abroad. Yeah, it's, it's like a weird, a weird constant sleepover.
1: Yeah, mate, it is weird, man. And I, I would, like, encourage anyone to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so fucking funny. Like, looking back, like, I remember when we were in um, Canada and we we had this driver and I, I can't remember her name. I think... I, I, should, I shouldn't probably say anyway because she was fucking... We had a massive falling out, the band and her. She was, she was driving us because she was mates with one of the other bands on tour or something. And we were so skint, we were like, oh, you're going to do it for free? Sweet. Um... And it was about four in the morning and we were driving in the middle of nowhere and then all of a sudden we hit black ice and we were in the back of the van with like, we took the seats out so we were sleeping just in sleeping bags in the, in the back of the van and we woke up being thrown about the place and uh, just, just fucking skidded, uh, the trailer flipped, we didn't flip. And I remember getting Jesus. out thinking, what the fuck just happened? And why is this happening? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is what is going on? And luckily, the, the tour bus behind um, pulled over and helped us out and stuff. But, mate, it's so funny. I mean, that's just one example of many funny and weird things that happen when being in a van. But, but yeah, looking back, mate, I do, I do love it. Some of the funniest times, mate. Especially when you start out. Do you know what I mean?
0: It's fucking... you got to start out when you're young, haven't you? Because if you were doing, like... <laughs> Sleeping on people's sofas and shit at 32. Yeah. Then you've got to sort of take a look at your life. So I think I did that about probably four years ago, I think, when I was in a different band. I won't say what band, but I was in a different band. And, like, the promoter had fucked up, didn't book us a hotel, and it was like we had to stay at someone from the show's house. And I was, like, sleeping on a sofa with, like, in in some guy's kid's bedroom, but the kid wasn't there, so that was a weird thought sort of thing. As it was like, "Where where's your kid, mate?" Uh, with all these like where, with all these like drawings on the walls, like that a kid has drawn, but the kid is miraculously not there. And then I was like, "I'm thirty fucking." I think at that point I was twenty eight or something. I was like, "No, my actual thought was, I'm an uncle, and I'm s- I'm sleeping in someone else's kid's bed, just." for three hours so i can fucking drive to romania or something tomorrow. i know
1: what mate. the fuck am i doing for my life how much am i getting paid i don't know i'll <laughs> find out at the end <laughs> yeah mate i've oh. made so many times on tour i've like we've we've looked at each other and been like what are we doing mate <laughs> do you know what i mean like you, you just question everything there and then when something bad or funny happens and you're like oh my god like let's weigh this up are we getting paid Don't know yet. (laughs) Don't know. What are we? Promoter said. (laughs) Promoter said he'd sort it out. So I'm not sure what that means. Promoter said there's 50 likes on Facebook page. So hopefully.
0: (laughs) Fuck me. That 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 still happens, mate. Oh, the uh, the promoter.
1: Promoter says uh, it says 500 people are coming on Facebook. Mate, I've got a funny story. It's so funny. I can't believe it actually happened. So. We were playing the Face Bar in Reading. I mean, you know it well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it was. It was. It. Your oh local? Was mate, that's my old, local my old stomping grounds. Yeah, 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 mate. We played that, and we. Um, it was. I can't remember the guy's name, but the promoter. We we turned up and we were like, "Oh, you're right, mate. Can we get some guests for tonight?" And he was like, "Um, what do you mean, mate? You've already you've already got six. And we were like, "Who?" And he was like, "Well, the bands for the driver and the merch guy." And we were like, "What?" where is what? The, are you who's the promoter <laughs> i probably know him mate no i um it was uh i can't remember what his name is dan dan danny well there's a couple of dans in ready mate. I, I, uh, <laughs> I can't remember his last name but i just remember being like oh my fucking god yeah very 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 funny
0: slash so what what are you doing these days then, drum wise? Because I see you're obviously doing Busted, which for American people, which I think Americans are the most of my listeners, or at least half, um, Busted wrote a load of the Jonas Brothers songs, didn't they? So essentially, yeah. it's like it's like you are in the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, essentially. Which is very that's a big deal, America. So <laughs> fucking before you before you skip to the next episode with some goth drummer then, uh, <laughs> you know, you're going to wor- get some words of wisdom. I think they wrote Year,
1: th- year 3000. Yeah, they? yeah, that's yeah. a Busted song. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah the Jonas yeah. Brothers' biggest song. Yeah, which I didn't know about until a couple of months ago when we were doing a couple of shows together. Well, we were doing a couple of shows and uh, Busted had to, like, nip over to uh, Wembley Stadium and do, like, an appearance with the Jonas Brothers. And I was like, oh, that's, that's random. Like, why are you doing that? And uh, they were like, oh, well, they used year 3000. That's pretty much how they, like, launched their career. And I was like, oh, fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, it's like their bi- their biggest fucking song. I wonder what their fucking PRS checks are like, boy. Mate, jeez. Mate, unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Mate, it must be mental.
1: Yeah, mate. How but- many nights did you do at Wembley? Uh, it was only one. It was only the one. Um, Fuck me. And, it, but, mate, it was amazing. It, mate, it was amazing. Mate, it was fucking wild. But honestly, mate, it was like... I mean, it came about because, you know, LTA was coming to an end and I knew that for, for, for a while. Um, and to be honest, I kind of said to myself, like, I don't really want to be touring. I kind of want to sort of reevaluate what I'm doing and why. And, um, and then literally I was practicing one night and it was about 11pm and I checked my phone and it, was, and it was a DM from Matt and he was like, you're right, mate, do you want to come play drums for us next year? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how random is this? Did been. you know him before? No, no, mate, I did it. I'd never met any of them apart from Charlie, because obviously we've, we've got mutual mates, like V-Man <laughs> and stuff, and uh, the Architects boys, and while she sleeps and all that. Um, so I'd never met any of them, and I just got a DM from Matt, and then I replied and said just said, yeah, like, obviously I'm, I'm well, well keen for that, and uh, the next day I met up with him, or the day after, um, and then it was done, pretty much. I met up with them in their la- in, like at their label, and it was just all go from there. It was fucking mental, mate. But honestly, so man, it- <clears throat> go on. No, go on. No, you go on. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, it's they are the nicest people ever, mate. It's so honestly, it's the dream gig. It's the dream gig, mate.
0: You posted that photo of like the Wembley crowd and I literally just laughed out laughed out loud. And I think I just replied I was like that crowd is hilarious. Like it looks fake. Yeah, I mean mate, it,
1: it, like I don't know, it was, I I didn't really expect it. Like I always knew they were big. Um and I remember like doing a first sort of the first thing I did with them was like in a acoustic show. Um and I remember walking out and it was like 1500 people there or something. And you know that's not that's not like massive, but I was used to doing acoustic shows in front of like fucking twenty five people. Do you know what I mean? And I remember walking out thinking, oh yeah, I forgot how big this band are. You know, even like an acoustic performance for three songs, there's like fifteen hundred people there, going absolutely crazy. So, but yeah, mate, it was um, it was wild, absolutely wild. I can't believe it. It's fucking
0: sick. So really. <laughs> So you had mutual friends and they knew that you were like a drummer, obviously, and you could play because you're in LTA and they've probably seen LTA. Uh, but do you reckon maybe it was just from them following you on Instagram? It was. Like that put you in the, f- in, I always say this, it like, the more, fuck, it sounds cringe and I always joke about shit like this, but the more content you put out, the more that you're
1: at the, for- you're at the front of people's brains when they think we need a drummer. Mate, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I agree, man. One, like, it's it's a difficult, like, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Like Instagram, and I talk about it a lot because it has kind of put me in the faces of people that I would have never have met, and it's given me a lot of opportunities that I probably wouldn't have had without Instagram. Um, but there's obviously like some downsides to it and stuff, and um, and I'm sure we we'll get into that. But um, but yeah, mate, it was weird. Apparently, it was Matt asked one of his mates, who who's sort of like who's on the radar and um his mate like sent him my profile and then matt sent that to Ch- Chaz, charlie and then charlie was like yeah get him get him like i didn't he obviously knew lta and but he had never seen me play so it went from like someone sharing my profile and then matt sending it to charlie and charlie going yeah i know him yeah like, let's get him in sort of thing so um mate it's crazy but without instagram i don't know how they would have ever got in touch do you know what i mean they probably wouldn't have they probably would have gone some with someone that they uh, had before so it's it's mental to think about it but yeah it came all for instagram mate it's wild isn't it it is mental and it is
0: fully a double edged sword because it's dangerous as we've talked about it before like in private but it's a dangerous like the what's the the it's like airbrushing on models Instagram, yeah, like, drummers. So many people edit their shit. So and actually, with you, I think probably about this time, you just had GoPro camera audio for the longest time. Only recently you got like fucking EAD. Yeah, but I I love that shit. And like Stan Bicknell as well. Yeah, like you know that person shreds when you just you're seeing it with camera audio.
1: Yeah, and I think like. Yeah, I don't know, man. I try, I try so hard to stay away from the whole like editing and overdoing stuff, mate. Because I think, I just think it has a negative impact in, in more in more ways than one. Do you know what I mean? Like, it kind of it, with it, you know, all like the young kids out there who want to start off, they all go towards YouTube and Instagram now. Uh, whereas, like how I started off was playing as many shows as possible and doing it that way. Yeah, and I, and I think and if, getting good. Yeah. From- by, the t- by the time you put
0: in videos on Instagram, you're already good. Yeah. You don't have to fake them to be at the same level as someone else, and then you have that sort of weird internal struggle with yourself, like, I'm not actually this good. But you put the perception out that you are that good, and then that creates a fucking
1: horrible mental state for whoever's doing it. Exactly, exactly. And everyone expects like, everyone thinks that's that's what drums sound like. Do you know what I mean? Like perfect and triggered and and this, that and the other. And when they don't hear that, they assume someone's shit or the video's rubbish or whatever. It's it's, it's a weird one, mate. And I I think that's why I love the Yamaha EAD, mate. Because you plug it in and whatever happens, happens. You can't move anything. You can't edit it. Even though it is sort of, you know, compressed and has a bit of reverb and stuff, you can't actually play around with it. And, yeah, um, your your <laughs> feel your feel still has to be there. You can't change the feel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um but yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, it's wild, man. Instagram, it's it's a it is a double-edged sword, man, and so many times I open it up and I'm like, oh mate. I like I was feeling good and now I feel a little bit sort of shit. And then, so, and then most days I'm like, oh, this is wicked. This is cool. Um, but how I use my sort of page now is, is more, more like a business page really. I just open it up, do what I've got to do, respond to people, and then I've got another page where I just browse stuff. And that kind of that kind of mm. like that sort of interest, yeah, that sort of helps it out because I feel like. I don't know. You can just end up just in like a domino effect of just you can end up on some p- random person's page like fifty five weeks deep, and you're like, what am I actually doing? So <laughs> do you know I mean, like, but what? Before what I mean, do I I do mean I do? yeah, that's what I do
0: when yeah. I'm on tour. I'm just literally, my screen time is like, you spent eight hours on Instagram today. And I'm like, you know what? And I fu- actually I fucking loved it. There was funny <laughs> memes, right? I was having a look around, but on the on the subject of like the, the negative, I'm trying to think of what the what the word is. What do they call it in like? Um, In, like, modelling and stuff, they call it, like, negative body image, right? So a negative drum image... Yeah. ...vibe is, like... The thing that I notice from not editing my videos... Yeah, you get a few more, especially in metal, where everyone's used to... Let's put it this way. If you listen to metal, you are mostly listening to 99% quantized drums. If you think you're not, you're a fucking idiot. Mm. So when you see a drummer have unedited videos and you think, oh, that sounds sloppy. It's more than likely it's just because it's not the computer that you're used to. So the thing that I noticed from when I started not editing videos, I didn't edit them in the first place, but I think I had a couple of YouTube videos like maybe seven or eight years ago where I edited them, um, which is what most people do constantly. When I switched to not editing, and I'd never edited on my Instagram, yeah, you get a few more comments of people saying, Oh, that bit was sloppy. Or whatever. Some little fucking cunt. <laughs> um, but, but when you go back, if you're having one of those days where you think you're shit at drums, because maybe you're looking at someone else's page that's edited, if you go back and you remember, oh, that wasn't edited and you watch it back, it kind of gives yourself a boost. Like, when I had a bit of rough shit before we went on tour this time... I went back through my old posts because I was just having this mad moment of like self doubt. Yeah. And then I went f- back through all my old posts and I was like, hang on, I am actually quite good. <laughs> I'd forgotten it because I'm constantly chasing being better. It's quite nice to have mm. like proof of a moment in time. Even if you look back and be like, oh shit, I'm way better than I was then.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah definitely, mate, hundred percent. And I think that's just the music industry in in general. Do you know what I mean? If whether it be your playing, your career, what you're doing, it, the grass is somewhat always greener. And I think if you let that become too much of a thing, it's so kind of it's so negative to everything. Do you know what I mean? Like for example, like like you said, you can you can put up a really good, really good video that you're really happy with, whether it be like you've nailed this feel or, I don't know, you're just happy with the video. And then you can upload it, you can scroll down your feed and someone else has uploaded a video that you think is better and you feel 10 times worse than you just did even though you were at the top. And I feel like it's the same with being in a band, you know what I mean? You, you, you book a venue uh, let's say you're doing like electric ballroom, and before you've even done that, you're already thinking about Brixton. Oh, why haven't we done Brixton yet? When are we going to do that? So I think it, I think it's just yep. um, I think it's just yeah the way in which kind of like musicians and bands and sort of like creative people work is that you always strive for kind of better and better and better. And what I've kind of what I do now, mate, is just I don't overthink stuff. I try not to, anyway. And I think that's the that's the Kind of, um, yeah, the saving grace with me, really. I put something up, and if it's like, you know, if there's a little imperfection in there, I kind of keep it. Because at the end of the day, mate, like, those little imperfections, as as cringe as this does sound, um, they're the things that separate us and make us kind of unique and individual. Do you know what I mean? If everything was perfect, like all these triggered and oversaturated sort of edited videos, then it's just fucking boring. And that's, like, why every metal
0: album bores the fuck out of me yeah. at the moment. Not at the moment, but, you know, the majority <coughs> of, like, yeah. metalcore and stuff like that. Because they've all got the same drum sound. They've all got the same... They might have a good drummer, but he's been quantized. Oh, there's one drummer. I'm not going to say who it is. Yeah. But I'll explain who he is, and then everyone will know who he is. <laughs> Who's, like, desperate to come on the podcast, right? In fact, what? there's a few of these. There's a couple of these. And they're in big bands. And people always tag them all the time because I ask people, don't fucking message me saying I want this person on the podcast because I ain't gonna fucking ain't gonna read your DMs. But I want them to go on the person they want, and then say you should go on the downbeat. And then if the person replies and is like, yeah, I'd love to, then I can get in touch. Do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, it's sure. Less cringe on my end. Yeah, but it means I get a lot of people asking. Fucking, there's there's two in particular who like they're in big bands. And people ask for them all the time, and I just go on, and they're like, "Yeah, I'd love to," and then it's just like, "There's no way you're ever coming on here, mate. Your shit is all edited. You got a little video of your like practice room, and the reverb from your snare trigger is like an '80s (laughs) like Motley Crew album." But I really want to know who it is. I I really want to know. I see all your shit is fake. I'll tell you afterwards. I see all your shit is fake There's no way you're coming in What are we going to talk about? Like So uh, Can you actually play the drums? Or, (laughs) And there's a couple of them as well And they're nice guys as well But it's like Just be a little bit more Sincere Honest About what you do Maybe a bit less fucking boring
1: Exactly And then I'll have
0: a chat with you Until
1: then What the fuck are we going to talk about? Yeah exactly Exactly Mate I couldn't agree more Couldn't agree more
0: (laughs) I, that sounds harsh because we could definitely talk about touring and we could definitely talk about other hobbies and stuff. But at the end of the day, I don't wanna, I don't wanna perpetuate this fake shit.
1: Yeah, it's bollocks, isn't that's, it? That's
0: sort of my goal. Yeah, and your goal and Mike Johnson's goal.
1: Yeah, mate, one hundred percent. I mean, mate, if you think about um, old MJ, old bloody MJ, he uh, he records with like what an overhead and a kick mic. He doesn't edit anything, and, and he's so fucking sick and smooth. It's like oh there we go a bit of mate, uh, bit of realness uh, how much is he just the best person in the world honestly mate I so like obviously I've got this sort of website that I don't fucking shut up about and um I yeah, reached, we'll get to I, that yeah I reached out to him about I don't know how I don't know how long ago it was it was a while ago now I reckon it was almost like pff, I don't know, let's say like eight months, maybe a year. I can't even remember. But I reached out to him and I sent him a DM and I said, look, I'm, I'm struggling, mate. Like, I really need some help. Just even a phone call, you know, I pay for it, whatever. I just need to figure out, you know, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, if I'm doing it right. And he reached out. He Well, he, he answered straight away and was like, look, man, just look, I'll, give me your number. I'll give you a call. And since that call, we've become fucking, mate, all like good good friends man like on a daily basis we chat and I, I always call him up for advice and he's become a sort of mentor really as well as like a good friend and he's just the sickest guy mate he's just so sick like I don't understand Isn't how it? anyone can be that good at what they do like when you see him teach I when you see him like on Instagram you're like yeah that's why you're smashing it mate because you're fucking sick I
0: think when I did the podcast with him I even told him I was like I was sure you had some sort of dark secret like you'd like you secretly murdered women or children or something. Because <laughs> no one, no one is as nice. I know as that in real life. And then we got into the chat about an hour, and I was like, "It's true. Yeah. You're not a murderer. You're just the nicest person on the planet."
1: You are the fucking legend. Yeah, I mean, it's the same with me. Like every like when he was like the first ini- like first few calls we had, I was like, "No, he can't be this nice. Uh, is, 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 is he giving me sort of fake information?" So I fucking like fail or like fuck this up. And I uh he's he, in a nutshell, mate. He is just the most helpful and sort of like just sincere person ever. And it's so funny, mate. Like it's so good to have someone to call um, and just sort of like vent to. Because I don't know, I don't know about you, mate, but th- being a musician and a drummer and being in, in a, being in a band is so fucking. It's so weird in every sense of the word. Like if you're having a, a hard time or you're struggling, it's really hard to talk to someone that isn't. Um, in that well who who does what you do do you know what I mean so it's really nice for me to pick up the phone and say you're right mate um, just struggling with this at the minute like how did you get through or how did how what did you do to kind of make this easier so it's, it's really good to have someone there and he's a fucking ledge so yeah man he's a, he's a good guy really good guy
0: so right let's get <clears> on to <throat> your website then are you mo- are you mostly just doing website or are you doing
1: session stuff as well Um, a bit of both really a bit of both but the session stuff mate i mean i'm not going to lie i did i did something the other day uh it was like a tv gig it's going to come out in a couple of weeks um it's like a pre-recorded thing but mate like i don't know i just can't be asked really like i know that sounds really bad but a lot of session work these days and this isn't to sound too negative i don't mean to sound too negative there's a lot of amazing session work out there but a lot of the stuff that i was getting asked to do recently was like oh yeah can you do you know this this random person for this amount a day, and I'm like, no, mate. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd make more money fucking shifting bricks. Do you know what I mean? I can't. I, I this isn't this isn't why I've practiced and worked hard at drums all my life to to play for this person for like 120 pounds a day. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm just not. I, that makes me sound really negative, but um, nah, nah.
0: It becomes a point <clears throat> when your time is worth more than
1: they can pay you. Yeah, and it's like. <coughs> I, you know, to, to mime on a fucking pad, like nah I'll 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 just do my website if that's all right, sort of thing. And and uh, and also, then sorry, I'm nah. gonna cut you up before I forget. Yeah, go Them on.
0: paying you, them paying you 120 pound a day is assuming I'm assuming that's just the price to be in the studio. You got to fucking practice before that. You got to get there. Yeah. You got to do all this, do all that. It cuts it down in half, probably.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Getting yeah, yeah. Lunch.
0: And all that shit and then it's like would i say let's say you cut it in half from everything yeah you you'll get your travel back from your fucking tax bill but is it worth 60 quid yeah for exactly, essentially mate. what what would be three days work exactly Real, is that realistically that's how why, why i stopped recording bands because i started producing bands recording engineering mixing mastering and it was in the same studio that i was teaching drums in And I couldn't obviously teach drums during the same week as uh, recording So because the kids had touched the mics or whatever. So I'd stop teaching for a week. And then once I got paid from the band and I figured out the per hour I was getting was about £3 an hour. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) I did so much work. And it was like, hang on, if I'd have just taught five drum lessons in that week, I'd have made
1: the same amount of money for five hours' work. I know, mate, it's mental. It is mental. And it's, yeah. So that's the, That's my philosophy on it now. I'm like, if it's a mate, and if I really like the project, I'll do it. And that's not saying, oh, you know, the the, what, the phone doesn't stop bloody ringing, mate. You know, I can pick and choose. It's not It's not that at all. It's just, Um. it's like you said, mate. It's not just um the day rate or the one day of work. It's the sort of three days leading up to it. And then the prep and then the travel and then the food and stuff. So it all depends, mate. I mean, there's a lot of... um really good MDs out there that pay really well and a lot of artists that do as well but there's also a lot of people who just like don't and it's like oh well you know if, if you if you want to spend 120 pound a day on a drummer you can't really afford it so just don't don't employ one do you know what I mean um but yeah, yeah. I just kind of work with mates at the minute I mean Busted was definitely an eye-opener I was like right okay this is you know <coughs> I went from sort of LTA and kind of working and we did everything ourselves working all the time and just hustling and blah 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 and it was it was such a struggle man it was such it was such a lot of input for such little output um and that doesn't make me you know i'm not sounding ungrateful It was one of the best experiences of my life but behind the scenes i mean um and then I, then when busted happened it was just like oh this this is what it's like do you know what i mean this is what it's meant to be like um and then that's kind of put me in a position where i'm like okay well I want to tour if I'm really good friends with them or if it's a project I like. And if not, I really want to just focus on sort of teaching and focusing on my website, man. But yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm sure you find the same. That's that's what I always tell people when their band splits up, right?
0: I'm like a mentor to other people whose band split up because they go, oh, hang on, Craig's been in a million bands that split up. (laughs) How's he dealt with it? And you've just got to look at it as like that is your 10,000 hours putting it in like what you were saying about lta like it was a lot of work behind the scenes and every band is but then all of that every little bit of business every little bit of booking a van every little bit of dealing with someone is a bit of practice that will make your next one easier and yeah you you know you got fight you got you got probably the best session gig in the uk off that but you definitely learned so many lessons in lta that you couldn't fucking pay for
1: yeah mate, hundred percent. So yeah when,
0: when people when people's bands split up and they're like what am i gonna do blah 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 i'm like you just fucking learn a lot right and you're gonna use that next time even if you don't know it the same my mate used to run a clothing line right and uh he'd always be annoyed that it wasn't going well or it didn't go as well as like drop dead and shit like that mm. but he was you know he's making money from it and I used to tell him, I was like, mate, this is all just practice for some bigger picture. Like, you're you're getting to know the printers. You're getting to know the garments. You're getting to do all you know, all this shit. And uh, now, you know, like sort of five, six years later, he's the company that does, like, Lewis Capaldi's merch. Mm. Like... He, he owns that company and at the time he was like inconsolable like why am i doing this it's a waste of time it's like everything you do as long as you're pouring your fucking heart into it and like actually working hard everything's practice mate hundred percent a little bit
1: yeah mate that's a really good way of look, looking at it in a really positive way as well because it's um yeah i mean hundred percent i've learned like i said before man i've learned so much from just being in a band and like touring and playing shows and and meeting different people and having to live with other people and shit like that and um that but that's why i encourage everyone to just get in a van get into like play as many shows as possible and just meet as many people as possible and just learn learn by doing do you know what i mean i think there's a lot to be said for that and i feel like i really i really hope that this the kind of next generation do do that i mean everything's online now do you know what i mean youtube instagram i mean bands can put EP's on Spotify and fucking blow up now do you know what I mean without playing a show Um, and I really hope people still do that even if it's just for fun because you learn so much by doing that Um, yeah so um, but yeah you're right mate everything you do man it's like a sort of you know a building block isn't it to something that you don't know is going to come but whatever is going to come is going to be way more sort of beneficial and and bigger and better than what you had before so yeah I couldn't agree more mate um Look, let's
0: let's sell your fucking website then. Hang on, <laughs> uh, I've I've have dropped. Yeah, but the thing is, that, don't take this the wrong way. This is how I view the Eddie Frower website. Go okay? on. It's an Eddie Frower OnlyFans, but he doesn't get his dick out. <laughs> do you know what Only? Do you know what OnlyFans is? Is that like when the the girls get their tits out and stuff on Snapchat? Yeah, and guys, and guys, it's like it's basically private videos. Uh, of you know assets, like monetizing their assets, and people pay five ninety nine a month, which is a familiar price. Is yours five ninety nine? How
1: much is yours? $9.99. Out, nine ninety nine, bumps
0: up. yeah, it's betw- between four and you know ten for an OnlyFans. I imagine. I don't know at all. Um, and people get a little insight into that person's life. It's not all tits and dicks, but your shit is like an educational version of that because i always see videos where you're just like chatting to people when instead of like chatting to people about like cum shots you're talking to (laughs) them about actual drum shit and i think it's well cool it's like an actual community rather than here's my website here's the lessons and then like no Interaction. What yeah. I'm getting at is you're inter- you're interacting like a porn star, but uh, without the
1: porn. I oh, fucking, mate. Oh, that's going to be on the home page now. I love that. <laughs> spot on, spot on. Mate, I appreciate it because <laughs> it's yeah. a porn site without the porn. There <laughs> yeah, you go. exactly. There you go. Um, I might change this to Eddie Thrower Hub. Do you know what I mean? Might just do that. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> that's actually fucking sick. That is sick, isn't it? Um, yeah, mate. I, I mean, that. That's what I try to do because I feel like I don't know my my kind of background, my like my story, I guess, when it came to learning drums um, was just so sort of, in a nutshell, just really unrelatable the whole <coughs> time. Like I was, I'm really dyslexic, and in school I was just fucking shit, and my attention span was so short that I just didn't learn in any conventional way. Do you know what I mean? Like when I sat down with my drum teacher in school, and it was like, right now we're going to be doing um, book one. Uh, on the snare drum patterns and I'm like, sitting there thinking, I just want to play some fucking Offspring songs, you know what I mean? Um, And then I had another teacher who all he let me do was play sort of ACDC songs and stuff. So it was like, I never knew, I never had the right balance between having fun and actually learning. Do you know what I mean? Having someone sit down and say, look, if you want to be able to do this, do that. Put in some time and effort, but at the same time, have fun. So it was like, I never had... Same thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, Either one guy would just... I'd pay him sort of 20 quid and he'll put Back in back in Black on and that's my hour done. Or the opposite. And it was just some guy who was just so unrelatable making me play a fucking jazz beat. I'd never, ever play again. Um, so it's like, I just wanted to create something that I would love to use and that I would love to sort of be a part of if someone else had created it. Um, and that's why I sort of try and create this sort of community feel and just have a sort of Discord group where everyone can chat because I think there's a lot to be said for... Just talking, do you know what I mean? Just that's why I think this podcast is amazing, mate. Because there's a lot to be said for just listening to people talk about their experience and what they've done and how they've done it. Um, so yeah, that's what I try and do. But I'm definitely going to change my name to well, the website to Eddie Thrower Hub. I think that's <laughs> way better.
0: <laughs> Love that. Or, um, or e- com. Yeah, or um, what, what, uh, are the, there what are other porn sites I have I you got? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I've, I've never been on one. No, I don't right. even know. They keep talking about this these things on there, these naughty words, and I've only heard them on the playground. Not like that. Fuck me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're, g- you're gonna
0: have to edit the fuck out of that bit. Oh, <laughs> it's key. moving on. I'm not editing that. No, leave I'm it in. I'm not editing mate. that, but I leave it in. It was right. that was not meant. That was not meant to be not meant to sound, make me sound like a predator. It was meant to make me sound childlike. And, uh, you know, like, I didn't know anything. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Mental. Um, so good. So on your... We, we, haven't, we haven't really, like... Um, we haven't really talked about... Drums. People do get lessons on your website. They're not just paying to see your, your penis. No, your, my penis. penis. No. They're like, um, you get lessons, there's chops, there's loops. Well, yeah, so... You've got so- a little
1: podcast on there. Well, yeah, so in a nutshell, it's sort of, um, well, I just knocked the mic then. Sorry, mate. I just saw a peak in the old audio wave. Um, So, yeah, I do weekly lessons. So I cover sort of, um, you know, well, pretty much anything and everything, whether it be like a feel, a groove, a chop, um, a lot of exercises, like technique-based exercises. um, And I do it, it's it's weekly lessons. So I kind of like the way a lot of people do courses. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, here's a sort of linear Course or a foot speed course or whatever, and if I if that was me, I'd find that a bit overwhelming. And I kind of want to bring back the sort of, I mean, I don't know if it happens anymore, but when I I used to look forward to seeing my drum teacher, or you know, seeing what I was going to learn or what song I was going to play to every week, and I I wanted to kind of bring that back on like an online platform. So every week there's a different lesson, and and it can be yeah, it can be about I don't know control, speed, technique, chops, whatever. Um, and as well as that, yeah, you've got, like, um, sort of tip videos, behind-the-scenes stuff, um, vlogs, and then, like, tracks to download and stuff. And then what I try to do, which is flipping hard, I mean, you probably know this, is that just getting fucking people locked down for interviews and, and chats and stuff. It's so hard, mate. So hard. Drummers mate, are fucking so hard. unreliable. It's hard.
0: And it's also, like, it's, sometimes it's hard to get the motivation to do it. Like, after a while, I've been doing this for, like, a year and a half now. And it's like, I don't get paid for it. People, I think someone said the other day, like, mate, you must be so rich from the... Because I put up how many, like, streams the podcast's had. Oh, mate, you must be so rich. Like, there's no royalties. (laughs) This is free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this, This is completely free. This is me and you spending, you know, an hour, two hours... Talking just for the benefit of other people, yes, there's a subtext which is buy a fucking t shirt or a mug from www.thedownbe.at and sign up to eddythrower.co for 9.99 a month. Yeah, boy, yes, that's the subtext, but you know, on the grand scheme of things, it is free,
1: yeah, but yeah, I'm just like-
0: trying to. <clears throat> I just want to. I had a weird like epiphany sort of last year where I was like, when I'm dead. Will people remember me for doing anything good, or will they go? He was all right at drums, and now yeah. I want to sort of, sort of leave, leave a sort of Sistine Chapel in these podcasts that people Mate. can go back to and go, "Oh, what a fucking legend!" He, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> he was like the Michelangelo of drums. Yeah, um, yeah I respect that. You know, I respect or that. Sort of mu- mother Teresa figure yeah mate Just, I, I, uh, I couldn't
1: agree more mate like mate I, 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 although no I,
0: hang on she she banned condoms in africa and therefore helped the aids virus to propagate so not mother Teresa. let's go
1: more gandhi sort of more gandhi, gandhi vibe gandhi vibes yeah i like that i like that yeah, i like yeah, that yeah 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 mate you gotta do uh your next t-shirt's gotta be you on gandhi's body or something do you know what i mean that might be a Appropriation. I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. It'd be. it definitely look odd. Yeah. Uh, might. I do have more t shirts in the works. And uh mate, I have to send you some of the fucking some of the stage shit because
1: yeah, it mate. actually is well good for playing drums in. I always struggle finding someone to play drums in, mate. Every time, like the, the the last few shows I did, I played in fucking cargos, mate. It was the most uncomfortable thing. The my the camel toe was real. It was fucking painful. Is it called camel toe if you got a dick or not? That's no, not, is it? I've, well,
0: it's called it's a it's hoof, still it? a camel toe, but one side is much bigger. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sign up to EddieThrower yeah. to see his camel toe. Yeah. Um, the, um, no, I'm, I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna do stage jeans, mate. Mate, that's a fucking shout. I'm, um, because I've done those stage shorts and they are fucking sick, and they like they. It wicks sweat away and they don't, like, smell or anything. But a lot of people play in jeans. So what I'm doing is I'm working on samples for, like, a skinny fit jean, but with just enough stuff that isn't denim in it that it would dry very quickly but still look like a jean.
1: Love that. And
0: have some sort of inner lining, like... Almost like swimming shorts do, which the shorts have, but not like a swimming shorts. Swimming shorts, so you can do it, wear it without boxes. Ugh! Um, great, great. And you don't ruin, ruin your boxes,
1: mate. You need to do some flannel shirts and some bombers, and I'll be fucking on that. Someone actually talked to me about flannel shirts as well, mate. You That's know, like the you know, like the market stall bombers. You get that? It's like they're black and they've got that orange orange inlay. Do, do you know what oh, I mean, mate? I could do one of those easily. Yeah, mate, do that. Fat brat print. Sign me up, mate. Sign me up. I'd love that. We'll get a fucking bomber. We'll get um, a fucking bomber going. But mate, I had a really good um, point, and it kind of slipped my mind. Um, Sorry. Oh yeah, no. You know, you're talking about you being like the next Gandhi and all that. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't. I couldn't agree more because I feel like it's. Uh, you know. I don't know, I just kind of want to help people and like really kind of like support people. And I don't know, I know that sounds so fucking cliche to say, but um, I, feel, I feel like that's why I love teaching so much now. Like I feel like I've really hit a nail on the head with finding um, sort of something relatable. Cause you know, I don't read music at all, like at all, I can't read music and I've tried so fucking hard. Um, and I still try now, but it just doesn't work for me. That's interesting. But yeah, man, I never, I never you're, have. You're, Ever, mate, Very I, good. Mate, honestly, like when people talk about like swan swung, swung sex toplets, I'm like, what the fuck are you on about, mate? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? Shut up. You're throwing me off. And uh mate, that's <laughs>
0: fucking great. So all the shit on your site is not notated, it's just talking. Nah.
1: None of none of <coughs> it there's no notation in in there at all. Like for example, if I'm writing down a fill, I'll write down like right, left, 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 right, right. If it's a groove, then I do sort of one, two, three, four up to eight or whatever at the top and then i put sort of right left right left where, in the place where it's meant to be um because yeah, yeah. i mean I've, i was so bad at. i mean like i'm one of these people that i mean this is gonna make me sound so fucking dumb but like i struggle reading books like when i'm reading a book i nothing's going into my brain does that make sense like yeah. that's why i love podcasts and audiobooks so much because I'm, I'm actually like you know listening and soaking it in all in but um but yeah, I I struggled with music so bad, like reading it in school. And and then when it came to learning drums and getting better, I was like, fuck, how am I going to, how am I going to get better? Like, what what are all these guys playing? Like, surely they, to be able to play that, you must be able to read music because, you know, how else are you going to learn that? Do you know what I mean? And then, um, through time and just through, like, basically trial and error, and, um, doing things like learning rudiments and then picking them apart and applying them around the kit and just listening to music in general, I kind of came up with my own sort of ways of doing it. And, yeah, that's why I really kind of want to just teach and just help and just shed light on things and talk about things I've learned and hopefully it will help people out. You know what I mean? So who can I be if you're Gandhi? Well, let's say if Gandhi
0: was the sort of sight-reading philanthropist... Then I would probably,
1: um, maybe you're Gandhi. Nah, man, I'm not. I'm not Gandhi yet. You know who's Gandhi? Well, you, you're Gandhi, and then Mike Johnson's also Gandhi. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm I, sort it, of no, Mike.
0: Okay, let's roll this back. Mike Johnson is Gandhi. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> then I would say me and you are like just sort of yoga teachers.
1: I'm like the guy from the one show who does the rickshaw challenge. What's his name? He's really good. Right. He, he does a lot for people. Um, and I'm just like one of
0: one of those yoga teachers who like invents a type of yoga, sells it, everyone loves it, but then he sort of sits on his ass doing nothing.
1: <laughs> Mate, so right. there we go. <laughs> That's the bit you can use for Instagram right there. Real people in. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> I love if that. Mike Johnston is Gandhi. <laughs> And me and Eddie are just simply yoga teachers. Yeah. But we got our own twist on yoga.
1: Yeah, exactly. But right. Mike exactly. Johnson
0: like, invented the back bend and all that shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. right, we, pl- we
0: plugged we plugged, your fucking site. <coughs> I, I, but I think it's great. if, if it, For people who can't sight read and are maybe a little bit um, disheartened or can't find a website to sign up to because they're all sight read, Yours is way more hands-on, which is fucking sick. Once, I taught a kid with Down syndrome, right? And it was like, the mum was messaging me, Magnus his name was, his mum was messaging me uh, saying, you know, he's got Down syndrome, Uh, I'm not sure if you worked with any children with stuff like that, Um, but his, you know have a google blah 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 i'm not sure and i was like yeah i got this no worries i got this and i googled it extensively right and i because i usually teach with sight reading and then i like i got these colored stickers to put on the drums because i I found somewhere that people taught people with down syndrome piano with like colors Mm. so i did that i even painted a load of drum heads so we'd have different colored things right i put them all on the drum kit you know, kick drum was red, snare drum was blue, and then I wrote out like instead of where you would write right, left, right, left, I just put like blue and yellow at the same time would mean kick drum and hi hat or whatever. Got this whole thing planned. Took me days to plan it. Comes for lesson number one. Sits down. I explain the plan. He's colour blind.
1: <laughs> oh for fuck's Compl- sake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had to fucking, right. I had to really, really think on my feet. And we did get there in the end, but fuck me. It was like oh three days my. of work. And I was like, I felt so good about myself already. I was like, you know what? This is going to be incredible. <laughs> what are the fucking odds? He's <laughs> colorblind.
1: But that is fucking. I can't, oh my God. I think we.
0: I think we did it with numbers in the end, which would have been much easier and saved me sitting down painting fucking drum heads. Mate, Mate, um, it's a good idea, though. But again, you know what we're saying? You know what we're saying all about practice? Yeah. Then you know what? I had another drum student who had Down syndrome and the colour thing worked like a fucking charm. And they were like, you've done this before. I was like, well, actually, yes, I
1: have. (laughs) Mate, it's amazing. I love that. The mum should have probably slipped that in there, shouldn't she? She probably should have slipped that in there. I don't
0: know if she's expecting me to come out with a fucking paintbrush. <laughs> I think that was my fault. I think that was my fault for
1: going too far in. Oh mate, that's such a shame because you put so much hard work into that. You must have walked in thinking, I've got this. Easy. Easy. Yeah,
0: Mate, I was buzzing. And mate, it was like the pho- <laughs> sat
1: down and she just said it as if I was supposed to know, yeah, he's colourblind. I was like, oh, oh fuck sake. Okay. Um, mate, I hate that feeling of being so unprepared. Like or, like, but you have prepared. Like, mate, I remember um do you remember I was with Ian and you FaceTimed him and you were doing UK drum show?
0: <clears throat> yeah. And
1: uh, I remember like, that, <coughs> that feeling of like being prepared for something but not knowing what it's going to be like. I remember the first time I did, um, I don't know, it was like Glasgow drum show or something. And the, that, that feeling of like, oh my God, I thought I was prepared, but I'm not at all. Like, It got to about 20 minutes to the end and I had nothing to play and no one was asking it any questions and I was like, oh, f- Fuck me, mate. What am I going to talk about? What am I going to do? Oh, my God. It was the most terrible. I looked mate. over, over like at Mike Dolbert. I, it was the fucking first time I did London. And he was like, you got 20 minutes left, mate. And I was like, I haven't, mate. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Only,
0: onlyfans.com. Onlyfans.com forward slash London drum show. I've just shot my load and there's 20 minutes left. <laughs> um, yeah. I, yeah. Mate, how... <clears throat> How do you find clinics in general? Because I've, I've, I've done four now,
1: and I've got my own thoughts about them. I fucking hate them, and I'm never doing them again. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, I'm, do, I'm doing UK drum show this year. Well, next year. Um, well, so like you're, not, you're
0: not never doing them again. You're and doing the biggest one you can do.
1: Yeah, and I was like, oh, mate, this is, this is great. This is amazing. And then I sort of hung up the phone. and I was like, oh, fuck's sake. I've got that feeling that I had Isn't before it? where I'm just dreading it. And I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to play. Um, I don't know. I've, I really don't like doing them. I'm not going to lie. But it's uh, sometimes in life, you've got to fucking climb that mount- mountain and fucking just get over it and do it. Do you know what I mean? And stand up at the top and be like, "Wee, I did it. And that's how I'm seeing... You, that's how I'm seeing UK drum show this year. Well, next year.
0: Mine have got progressively worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did the UK drum show. And other than the last song where I just rushed it. And I was knackered. And I hadn't slept from fucking worrying. Like, I thought I smashed it. And then... The next one... I smashed the playing... Again, didn't sleep a wink before it because I was just worrying about it. And then, you know what it's like when you try and play drums when you haven't fucking slept. It's oh, dog mate. shit. Yeah. Um, and then that one, I like, I smashed the performance and I kind of blew it on the, t- the talking. And then I did one in Glasgow after that and I crushed the lesson and the talking element and I made a mistake in every single song.
1: Mate, it's... So,
0: um, now, I'm try- I'm booking one for February, and in my head, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I have yeah. to do this, because it's what I want to do, and I need to get better <clears> at it, but I'm fucking dreading it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are important to do, I think, especially if you want to be, like, a drummer's drummer. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's what that world is. That's what that industry is. But, mate, I couldn't agree more. And if if anything, like... I found that it just made, I don't know, it made me play worse. It made me overanalyze shit that you don't need to overanalyze. Um, you know, like, if you're playing a show with your band, wherever it may be, like, on a huge stage in the, in the pub, wherever. you know, like, all eyes aren't on you. And it's like, there's a vibe, there's an atmosphere. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you're, you're um, appreciating music and, uh, like, live music as well. And then when you take all of that away, and it's just you with a drum kit on stage with the lights on, and drummers watching you—it's like it's oh, the most, mate. My arsehole, mate. my arsehole just clenched. with you saying that? Oh, mate, I just, just you. say <laughs> on your own. <laughs>
0: I just sucked up my fucking chair,
1: mate. I've I've got cold sweat <clears> on <throat> right now. Um, it's just like it's so unnatural, unnatural, and you can't. What I found is that you can't replicate that um, feeling, that adrenaline, in the practice room. So the only way you can get better at doing clinics is by doing more. So that's when. I don't know, that's why I'm like, right, I'll do more. I'll just do it, and hopefully I'll enjoy them more and I'll get better. But, mate, it is fucking terrifying. It really is. And when you see someone that's really good at them and can go up on stage and play drums as if they're playing in their little practice room, I admire it and I respect it, and I'm like, fair play, because it is, your body tenses up, you overanalyze everything, you question everything you're doing, and then you look up and you've got a couple of drummers with their arms crossed, deadpan and you go fuck me mate when is this gonna end yeah. <laughs> but it is i mean Oi, you, yeah i don't know i'm it's fucking like scared like mate a
0: weird mate i'm fucking scared i've got one in a couple of months it's not been announced yet but i think it's like i'm doing a day of one-on-one lessons and then a day which is like a masterclass class thing and i was just fu- i know i won't sleep before the masterclass. yeah and it's fucking mental like i don't know it's a weird. It's a weird level of cockiness. There's like two separate levels of cockiness that I think you need, and I don't have both of them. On stage, I'm a fucking cocky little wanker. I'll stand up. I'll do bits and bobs like not not showing off, but like I'll just get well into it. Um, but then there's some people who like can do that. Not the standing up, but just have bring that cockiness to their playing when they're doing a masterclass, and they're just you know like. Matt Gasker, he's not cocky, but he fucking he, either playing in front of people live or front of people at a clinic, he just fucking crushes. Yeah. yeah. He's just got this like, not I, cockiness is the wrong word, like self. He's just, he's so sure of himself, and Mate. I am so unsure of everything about myself, <laughs> 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 mentally and physically, yeah. <clears throat> and that I, I sometimes I'll bring that on stage with me, and yeah. I shouldn't, but I do.
1: Mate, I think it's natural, and, and the minute the
0: minute you think about it, the minute you fucking think, like, what if I don't have
1: this feel? Oh, fucked it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Mental. I mate, I, <coughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, even talking about it, it makes me nervous, and I, I don't know what it is, and I maybe it's in your DNA or not, but I'm I'm the same, mate. I I get up there and I'm like, oh, mate, do I deserve to be up here? How am I sounding? How am I looking? How like? And I just, all these emotions are going around in my head constantly. And I need to practice what I, you know, what I kind of tell other people is that you've just got to fucking, you know, say if in the Discord group for my members, like if one of them's got a show and one of them's like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit nervous and he tips. I say the same thing the whole time. Just, you know, just literally the less you think and the more you just zone in on what you're doing and enjoy drums, then you'll enjoy it more. Because if you're not enjoying it, and you're going to play, you play worse. better. Yeah, mate, hundred percent. If you're remember,
0: using a bit of your brain to worry, that's one less bit of your brain to be fucking playing stuff accurately. Mate, hundred percent. So easy, easier said than done. But fuck me.
1: I mean, I remember like a couple of shows on the on one one tour I did with LTA. It was like I stopped warming up, and um, I just went up on stage, and I used to get back to the venue ten minutes, fifteen minutes before we went on. And then just like, right, sweet, change of clothes, where's my sticks, where's my in-ears, walk on stage, bang. And those shows, I played so much better than when I used to sit there on a pad warming up for half an hour thinking about every little thing. And so I just had the philosophy of like, right, fuck it, I don't care. I know I know the songs. I know I can play the parts because I fucking wrote them. Like, just chill out, have a laugh. And that made such a difference, such a difference. But Mate, I'm the
0: opposite, though. Really? Uh, if I don't warm up, maybe because it's really metal. Yeah, but like, if is I like don't warm up shit. my feet and my hands, actually, if I don't warm them up, I'm just shit. My thing is, if I make a mistake in the first three songs, then that's it, it's game over. Mentally yeah. and physically, I can feel myself choke up on the sticks mm-hmm. a bit more. Mm-hmm. I can feel myself getting out of the pocket, worrying. But yeah. if I get through that first block of three songs without a mistake. Then in my head I go, right, I've made a pretty good impression because I know that first song has that fucking sick paradiddle in it. That second song has that sick fucking multi pedal thing. If everyone in that crowd isn't sucking my dick already, then it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's that's that. when I get my that's when I get my confidence. But if I make one mistake in those first three songs, that is it. I yeah, spend mate. the whole rest of the show thinking, everyone here thinks I'm a cunt. <laughs>
1: Wait I, can, wait, I couldn't agree more. I have this little thing where I have a... I have, um, mate, my, my tech for Busted, he's such a ledge, mate. He made me this drink holder, like his custom one. And it. I have a Red Bull and a beer and a water. And um, it fits them all perfectly. And I start off, you know, after the first song, I have a little swig of Red Bull. And then I have, you know, water whenever I need it. But third song in, if I've done a good job... I can have a... I can start drinking the bomb beer. Do you know what I mean? As like a treat. Mate,
0: this is... <coughs> this is music to my ears. This is the kind of
1: shit I do. Yeah. <coughs> Otherwise, I'm like, no, I need to fucking go home. I always think like, what if there is someone who follows me on Instagram, <laughs> like side stage watching me going, yeah, it is all smoke and mirrors. He's fucking shit. Do you know what I mean? I Oi, someone like
0: fucking tagged me. Someone tagged me in something on the last day of tour. Last day of tour I was fucking shot. I've been on tour for 70 fucking days. Right? no 80 days 70 shows um mm. i dropped a stick right some little fucking cunt put it on the internet fuck you like mate. posted a little video like i think it was in the parallel song actually so yeah i had a fucking good rest of that show actually I had the worst show of <laughs> all. um but anyway i dropped a stick and uh some kid uploaded that
1: bit to the internet Fuck you, mate. It's like, mate, I I hate all these sort of um, don't know what do you call them keyboard warriors. Are they keyboard warriors if they're yeah. on Instagram? I don't know. But yeah, I i mate, I don't know. I don't know what you call them. Little 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 pricks. Little slugs. Yeah, little slugs. <laughs> yeah, I hate all that stuff, man. It's um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I uploaded. I remember I did a, I did a video recently for Zildjian, which was fucking cool. Um, I went out there. And just shot a, a bunch of content really. I had like, I, I had no agenda in mind apart from doing a few videos. And like, in the I don't know if you've seen it, but on on Zildjian's YouTube they have like these videos which um you record in their sort of warehouse. Like they're yeah, I've seen like, your I've seen your vid. Yeah, like a lot of them are like sort of trappy hip hop, and then like your classic drumless track tracks. Do you know what I mean? Like seven eight and all that shit. Um, and I went in and did like just. a punk rock hardcore you did like a hardcore song didn't you yeah and I, but mate I remember I just like and I look back at it now and I'm like I remember the same feeling that I had and it was just um, before I you know record was, uh, was, was on and even whilst I was playing I was just thinking so many drummers on YouTube are going to be over analysing me and thinking about everything and oh he's not doing this is he overplaying is he not overplaying is he is he not playing technical enough is he is he shit or whatever and i couldn't get that out of my head and it was so annoying and i remember when it went live i was just like scrolling and i never normally do this but i was like scrolling refreshing where's the shit comments gonna come when are they gonna come and i was like you know what mate i just really don't give a fuck anymore i just don't i don't care what these sort of people think if you if you've got the time to think to watch something that you don't like watch it again think of a comment type it out press send you've really got way too much time on your hands and you just need Mate, to if I, get out of your house and just do something fucking productive and positive. Do you know what I mean? It's insane. Have I ever I, told <laughs> you about my fucking Vic Firth jazz video? Is that the one Mate, with that guy in the band? <laughs> and he, like, he was like commenting?
0: No, no. This this is the, when I fully stopped caring about the internet and people. So I made a video after Whiplash came out, actually. I made a video for Vic Firth The quickest way to be able to do left-hand comping in jazz. So, for anyone that doesn't know, left-hand comping is when you've got ding ding a -ding, ding a ding ding a ding going on the right hand. And on the left hand, you can... Basically, you get full independence to play anything on the left hand. So, I made a chart and it was like these... Easiest way that you can gain full independence on the left hand and at the beginning of the fucking lesson I was like look I'm not a jazz drummer. I just know that applying this grid concept. will work I've done it. So, you know my feel I'm playing fucking rock sticks Like it's not gonna sound like jazz anyway There's big disclaimer and I was like the only purpose of this thing I'm also gonna be playing very loud so you can hear where the notes are the whole purpose of this thing is just for you To get the independence of the left hand, right? Fuck me. I've never seen so many negative comments. Vic Firth pulled the video down because really? it was like all these little <clears throat> kids or just like people like, This isn't fucking jazz. why the feel? Where's the feel? Miles Davis will be turning in this fucking grave. <laughs> Honestly, oh, it off. was fucking crazy. And my web guy, Vic Firth, messaged me like, yo, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm going to take this video down because it is a horrible place right now. And I was like, please take it down. Like, oh, I don't care.
1: Mate, but honestly,
0: that actually got to me and it took. I took a while off making videos. And then I thought about it and I was like, not a single one of those motherfuckers has done anything with music. Yeah. And i like, just fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Just I just fuck don't off, care man. anymore. I don't, but I don't f-
1: check them out. Probably wanking into a in sock f- in their fucking, you know, bedroom. And they're fucking 55 years old or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, just go do something productive instead of watching something you don't like. And then it's just like, when did music become like, um, I mean, this makes me sound. Yeah, like a competition. And, and also whether it's right or wrong. Like, there's no right or wrong. Do you know what I mean? At all. Yes, art, art motherfuckers. Yes, Subjective. art, bitch. Yeah. But it's so true. And I hate that about, um, yet again, going back to like, you know, Instagram and social media being a sort of double-edged sword. It's, it's so true. You get, you do get that side of it where people just assume that because they've got an, an Instagram profile or a YouTube page, they're entitled to their sort of opinion on something that you've put up, which, um, I mean, I get it. The comments are there for a reason, but it's just, um, it, blo- it does blow my mind how people can be, you know, that negative and sad um, when they wouldn't like someone commenting on their shit like that. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking... I
0: don't know. It's a weird, like, generational thing as well, I think, (coughs) (coughs) where people are just like... People are having no filter now. And I don't know if that will eventually be a good thing because everyone... People might be growing up to have no filter in real life as well as behind the internet, and then they end up... They'll have no filter somewhere where like, I think your hair looks shit, and then someone will just bang them out, and then they go, "Oh, actually, I bet I better not sort of act like that." Anymore. Yeah, I
1: know it's, act, it's weird, like isn't it? A
0: fucking cretin. <laughs> yeah, but um, man, I'm, yeah, go on, go on. I was just going to change subject, but if you're still no, no, if no, you're no. still annoyed about my YouTube comment,
1: yeah, mate, if you're tell still if, annoyed about that fucking jazz comment, like I am, <laughs> then. Um, no, nah, I, I think we covered that one. In a nutshell, don't be a, don't be a little prick. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's it. We'll probably have to give Ian
0: a shout-out, won't we? Fuck Ian. Because he'll, be lis- he'll be listening to this, and he'll go, Ooh. I haven't had
1: a shout-out yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's two of my artists, and yeah. I haven't had a shout-out yet. I gave you that drum kit at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I go. love Ian.
0: I love Ian. At, Ian's at, a ledge. At, at Aguardo Bush, who is our Tama UK rep. You what go, up? I hope us? you're what? having a lovely Christmas. Well, I know you're having a lovely Christmas because it's all over your fucking story. Mate, he what is a wonderful, fucking... What a wonderful
1: time he's having right Father now. Father Christmas himself right there. He is the most Christmas man you've ever met in your life. Yeah, I love Ian. I love Ian. He's wicked. He is a fucking... I yeah, feel like having kids
0: must, ch- must change Christmas. Obviously not yours is a fucking little, tiny little thing right now, yeah. so he doesn't give a shit. But when they get to, like, Ian's kid's age...
1: It must be, like, the highlight of the year. Mate, definitely. I rem- mate, I remember being a kid. And it was fucking the best time ever. Mate, December for me is a nightmare. My girl, my, my fiancé's birthday is just before Christmas, and now we've got a kid. So December is going to be fucking financially stressful. You know, put boy. some more,
0: more d- dick pics up on the old OnlyFans,
1: boy. Mate, you know what? I said Get something notes. yesterday on Instagram. I was like, oh, you're a musician. Oh, can you post out my ad for no money? and then uh, I saw that what was it go on call them out who was it what company? nah no, nah, no. Nah, it wasn't it was just Um. I, I can't remember what I was doing I was on like some random person's page just like <laughs> browsing Instagram and I was like fucking hell mate do you know what I mean you've clearly bought followers and yet you're getting paid fucking bank for posting out teeth whitening strips and all you've done is like get a fake tan and fucking get covered in shit tattoos but anyway, that makes me sound really negative. I'm not. I'm not. Who is it? Who is that? Come on. <laughs> no, mate, it was just like I'm just generalizing, do you know what I mean? I I was on um I've I've there's I've got another Instagram page and we uh like all the all the explore pages, just that, that sort of vibe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Nah, fuck off. <laughs> oh fuck, I can't actually say this. I'm gonna have to edit this because that is
0: slandering it at someone's company. <laughs> nah no, uh, it doesn't fuck work. Sake. It's fucking shit. <laughs> That is, right, hang on, let me just write this down. Let me just write down what moment I have to, twenty one fifty eight. cut out, slander of company. I love that. And I'll leave this bit in so people will wonder what it is. Uh, But yeah, the whole fucking influencer, like, you know, I like to make fun of it. But at the same time, and I get get it for the podcast all the fucking time, like, people that want to put ads on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fuck off. Like, I don't want to try and sell fucking mattresses. Who's listening to this? Like, actually, I do need a mattress. While yeah. we're talking
1: about snare drums, I do actually need a mattress. Shut yeah, up. I know, I know. It's fucking... It's. it's yeah. I, I bet you get the old, like, Squarespace, fucking Wix, all that. No, I haven't got any of the big ones yet. I've got... I've had, like, companies that
0: work for the big ones saying we can do that and all that. And it's like... And I've gone into it and had a look. And it's all... It's all like you get a percentage of the sale. Yeah, which is bollocks because like they you said, use your code. Who's going to buy a mattress? <laughs> yeah, maybe one person. Like, oh, good, twenty fucking p. <laughs> I'll get twenty p, or even if it was twenty quid for like for completely ruining the appeal and like aesthetic by, of my podcast by I, going, hey. Did you have a shit night's sleep? If you listen to the podcast, you'll know that I also have a shit night's sleep, but now I've got a lovely mattress from mattressforyou.com. Yeah, man. Use the code it. FUCKY FUCKY CUNTY bollocks <laughs> for 20% <laughs> off.
1: Fucking, fucking country, mate. I um, I listen to a podcast uh, quite a lot, and it's this fucking. It's the same, mate. It's ads and ads and ads. And what happens is, I always go right. I'll skip this, but then I always overskip it. So I miss like the first bit, and then I have to go back. Oh, where does the actual fucking podcast start? And then I'm like, right, I will give up. <coughs> In it.
0: That's give why up. I do the merch. Like, hopefully, people just pick stuff up if they like it enough. Then yeah. I don't have to advertise. But you know what? I think might be changing. I think when Amazon controls the world uh, yeah. eventually com- companies will just start selling directly to people because that's the only way you could beat Amazon's prices is by the actual company selling and if that if it came to that point when like your symbol company and your drum company or whatever had like a shop now online then you could give artists affiliate codes yes and then then they could actually you know as well at the moment we just get free gear don't we that's our sort of payment for doing stuff well at this point I'm not fucking paid to play anyone's product but I do get free shit which is sick but you could then turn that around and sort of monetize where I would be like you know I'm playing these sticks they're fucking sick if you go on VicFirth.com and use this code and then that's more likely for people to use it
1: mate it's such a good you know idea I mean? yeah it's such a good idea because I feel like the industry needs something like that to happen because um, it's uh, yeah I don't I, I don't want to sound like a fucking moany prick here but um, it's like with, with you know with without artists and drummers and bands and, and you know just drummers in general the, these companies won't sell products do you know what I mean it's it's, it's it's that simple and I feel like when you do have a really influential artist on on a brand like Great, you're giving them free gear and stuff, and obviously, in a roundabout <coughs> way, that does kind of put food on their table. You know, you're just giving them free stuff to tour with, and that makes them money, and whatever. I get it, but it's um, it's crazy how within this drum world, you, you don't get paid from people like that to advertise or market or be in a video or whatever. It's weird, isn't it? Like in every other industry, let's say, I don't know, um, I'm trying to think of one like protein world or whatever oh can you be the face of our new protein yeah cool yeah we can't pay you though but we'll give you it for free it's like this it wouldn't happen people would do, do you know what i mean but um, I, I would accept that yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll accept that yeah so yeah but um but yeah i hope something like that does happen because i think that's a really cool way of like um encouraging musicians and drummers to like really um promote a product do you know what i mean in in, in aid of selling it but um. But yeah. No, it's a cool. way. It's I idea. think it would. It would. It would make more sense with like drums and shit
0: because the outgoing for drums Mate, is I... much more. So you'd get more of a percentage. But then also they'd only have to give you a. Fr- I think the the big dogs at Tama. Like I'm not a big fucking dog, but I think the big dogs get a free kit every two years if it. Is in one of the new finishes because then obviously that sells the new finishes. Or obviously I don't get that. I just get a fucking discount and then sometimes shit for free if I've been a good boy. But with like symbols, I honestly feel like I am getting paid because. Have you seen how much a fucking is mate, these mate. days? When was the last time you bought a symbol? Let's <laughs> let's be real. When was the last time you bought a symbol?
1: Um, fuck. Yeah, I fucking know, ages ago is the point, like, over, right? like, over, so, over ten years ago, yeah.
0: Right, so I put in... Like, I got a bunch of cymbals recently. And just for a laugh, I put it into Ann And I was like, I wonder how much this would have cost. And it was like four grand. I know, so mate. I know. He- so, really, mine will just pay me four grand. But it's like, at the same time, I definitely know that I've sold them a lot of symbols. Yeah yeah, sure, yeah, 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 for sure, mate. four grand's worth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And obviously... Other people don't crack as many symbols as me. You know, I don't crack that many. But yeah. a metal band touring fucking for six months out of
1: the year, I'm obviously going to crack symbols, mate. <coughs> it's, um, mate, that's that's, that's why. I'm um, going back to my site. Little cheeky plug. Great. Um, uh, but now, nah, but like the reason why I price it so low, which is like two thirty a week, two pound thirty a week, is because, mate, I know that being a drummer, I was skint throughout my entire life because you know drums every penny we have goes on sticks cymbals, skins like you know or putting yourself on tour putting yourself or just buying any other equipment whether it be microphones or cameras or whatever or electronics and stuff you know drums is so they're so expensive um and that's why i just feel like yeah if you um if, for me to kind of like okay I want to teach people well how can how do people afford t- to be taught especially online well I price it as low as I possibly can do you know what I mean but yeah mate playing drums is so expensive so expensive
0: yeah it's I did ridiculous. a thing if I have a kid if I have a kid I'm never gonna it's gonna be like I wanna play a drummer I'm gonna be like shut the fuck up you are playing guitar my friend mate 100%. you are playing something <laughs> without all this gear <laughs>
1: mate I'm saying to Travis now I'm like mate you're gonna be a doctor mate yeah I'm gonna, you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna be a doctor. You're not gonna be a drummer. Um, although I would love to see him like play a beat. Do you know what I mean? I'd love to see him on behind a kit. Be be pretty. Yeah. Cool.
0: There's no way that's not happening. But what I'll do is I'll I'll teach him the drums to start off with, and I'll be like, look, look, son, this is a mugs game. Right, <laughs> what you want to do? You want to do the thing with the least amount of equipment possible, yeah. and that is actually you're gonna be a vocalist, my son. Yeah, exactly. Because you know. Really? Or, or daughter Oi I'm fucking starving Um, so I'm going to put some food in the oven right but I didn't know I, I didn't warn you that <laughs> I've got to do uh, top five bands or artists that you've got to do now alright cool, cool. I, haven't, I haven't warned you so what you're going to do you're going to start with number one while right. I put a lovely bit of salmon in the oven ok right? I'll still be able to hear you but I'm going to be away from my microphone
1: ok yeah all good so what I'm going to say? I'm, I'm going to Say it out loud now, yeah.
0: Well, hang on. I was in the kitchen there. Um, yeah, just you know, where you sort of start talking about your top five bands. I'm going to be like two minutes. It's fine.
1: Okay. Ciao. Um. Oh, this is such a hard one, mate. I, I listen to a lot of tinfoil in the background, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I listen to a lot of sort of hip-hop at the minute, Um, most people think that's because I'm trying to be cool, Um, but I actually do love it because it's very (laughs) rhythm-based, drums, vocals, so I would say, I mean, let's go on my Spotify at the minute, let's go, let's check out my Spotify, Um, mate, Phil Collins, oh my god, Phil Collins, what's the album, top, he's probably my number one artist at the minute, I absolutely love Phil Collins at the minute, he's so good, Oh, I haven't got any signal. Um I would say Phil Collins. I love a bit of Travis Scott. Um what else? Phil Collins, Travis Scott. Mm, oh, so hard, mate. It's so hard. I'm a I'm a Spotify man at the minute. I just listen to singles. Um Love a bit of turnstile. Love a bit of turnstile. Um Oh, what else that's three I need two more mate um, Metallica I'm back down. I'm back <laughs> All right, Metallica
0: Metallica 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 alright let's go um, what's your uh... oh, mate, I made I made, so much noise in there mate, I fell oh, over yeah. I fell over the dog's bowl I dropped the foil <coughs> <coughs> I ran into the fucking big bit of tinsel that's uh, down around the staircase
1: oh, it was a nightmare fuck. what's your favourite Metallica album um, I would say either Unjustice for All or Black Album Black Album
0: just yeah, sounds... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> the Black Album... <laughs> black is Album's sound, got... It's just sick. It just sounds fucking amazing. It's got the best, the best drum sound of all time. Mate, hands down. The Black Album. And then Justice Rule was the album that got me into Metallica. And I remember buying a CD in France and I was really scared to listen to it because my brother kept on saying, it's like really evil. And I was like, what the yeah, fuck, fuck are you on yeah. about, it, mate? And then I put it in and we both became obsessed with Metallica. And uh, shout That's out Lars. Shit. I'm yet to meet Lars. I want to meet him so bad, mate. He seems like such a lead. Well, Sam, Sam Carter met him recently
0: and he said he was a fucking hero.
1: Hero? We're, uh, yeah.
0: Go we're on. Doing, we're doing a festival with them in North Carolina next year, Epicenter Fest. And they're doing two nights. They're doing Friday and Sunday and they're doing two different sets. And we're on the Friday, oh, I think, mate. or the Sunday, I don't know. And I'm desperate to get him on the podcast. So what I'm going to do... I'm going to launch it now everyone who listens to the podcast that's 24,000 of you per month I want you to message on Twitter Lars Ulrich every single day yeah just fucking hassle him hassling. tell him I I want you to be on the Downbeat podcast at Epicenter and then at me and then if we do that Twenty four thousand times a day, then he'll have to fucking do it. Won't he's he? got his. He's, he's, he loves a podcast, doesn't
1: he? He loves a podcast. I got know, his, but he's, he's, he's not
0: going to have me on ears, is he? I'm a fucking little <laughs> small fry.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, mate. I love Lars. I fucking love him. Lars. Was one of the people that if I met, I wouldn't know what to say. Like I normally don't get phased by like f- sort of famous people, or whatever. I just don't really care. But him and Travis Barker was another one, and James Hetfield. If I met James Hetfield, I wouldn't know what to say. Him and Bradley Walsh. Who I met the other week. So. <coughs>
0: <coughs> Were you going around meeting all these fucking people? Josh Middleton met James Hetfield and he ruined, ruined Hetfield's day. He was on side stage at uh, fucking... What's that Australian festival they used to have? And then I think... Oh, Soundwave. They ran out. Yeah, Soundwave. Mm. And uh, he was at side stage watching Ghost. And Josh sort of asked him for a photo. And then everyone else realised it was James Hetfield and he had to leave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, yeah I mean I love James he's a fucking hero Um, but yeah yeah I mean Travis Barker Lars Ulrich Bradley Walsh what are you going to sort of the The sessions the
0: holy trinity
1: Um, that's about it and then you got anything else you want to plug anything we haven't talked about nah nah, (coughs) I I, I I fucking hate plugging shit anyway I just feel like a cringe guy I'll plug it
0: right there's no contract in your on your website is there no, you could possibly no. if you signed up for one month, you could sign up for a month, learn all the shit, and then fuck off yeah not that, not that we're te- telling you to do that, but if twenty
1: four thousand people did that then you'd have a lot of money <laughs> well mate i like it's, it's just um yeah mate if you want to learn drums and you want to have a laugh and you want to be part of a community mate just, just give it a go man but there's no pressure it's um yeah, I upload weekly content so just check it out or follow it if you don't follow me on instagram that's probably the best place to start and then you can kind of see if you dig the sort of Content and the way I teach and the way things I talk about, but um, but yeah, mate. I just want to just be around like-minded people and just geek out. Do you know what I mean? Have a laugh. That's 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 my aim in life now, just to have a laugh with people and enjoy enjoy life. Do you know what I mean? Fuck yeah, me mate. too. And I appreciate you coming on, mate. And thanks for having lovely, me, mate. Loved to catch up. Yeah, mate. Definitely. Um, I appreciate you having. We'll me on. Love
0: to do that shred video that we were gonna do, just like a little fucking two of us doing some.
1: Jamming. Mate, definitely. Definitely. I've uh, I've got a track ready to go, actually. We need to pay ta- What well, we need to get Tammer to pay t- to pay for it, you know what I mean? Ian, if you're listening, sort it out, mate. Yeah? Put your hey. hand in your pocket.
0: Let's get down that nice gear for music studio or something. Ooh yeah. lovely.
1: Oh sexy. Couple of the
0: new Tamar kits, twenty twenty, me and you, training fours. Fuck me, it writes itself. In four K And i have one. Please. Oof. In four K. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's gonna be like fucking It's gonna be like Christopher Nolan on the drums. Uh, and on that note, mate, let's fucking call it. Yeah, sweet man, I appreciate it. Absolute legendary. It's a pleasure. Nice um, one, man. F- let's do a f let's do a fake goodbye. Alright, and we'll then do we'll do a real goodbye. real goodbye. Cool. A fake goodbye and then you stop stop recording and then we're good. Alright, bye, mate. See you later.